0: Management, leadership, if you're all about that I know that you ready for the Leaderish Podcast Change your mindset, because it is vital Remembering that leader is not all about a title It's about helping others level up, get their best Talking about the skills, time to focus, time to represent Dr. Brandy, break it down just like that Time to tune in to the Leaderish Podcast Let's go, the Leaderish Podcast Hi, everybody. It's me, Dr. Brandy, and welcome to another episode of the Leader-ish Podcast. Okay, y'all, season two, you already know, I have been breaking down these dysfunctional leadership and management types, and we're going to continue today. And this is one of my favorites here. I'm not going to hold anything back because today we are talking about the power-hungry leader. Okay, I feel like I need to cue a sound effect right now, but I don't have one, okay? But we will. We'll put a bomb drop or something here. But before we get into the episode, you know this. You can always reach out, text me at 215-608-5687. I've been getting questions. You all have been giving me feedback about the episodes. Totally appreciate it. Connect with me um, there. But let's get right in, okay? So I'm gonna be breaking down today power hungry leaders. These are the ego tripping leaders, okay? The ones that just they they probably never got anything in their life and they finally got this title and they're really taking it all the way to the full out extent, they're taking it to the head, they're taking their power too seriously. Now you know I believe that leadership is about your character, not your title. And so, but these power hungry leaders have taken their title way too far. So let's jump in with some characteristics of power hungry leaders. And I want you to think about those leaders that you know Please feel free to send them this episode from an anonymous Gmail account. I won't be mad Um, or tag them in a post if you're seeing this on social media. (laughs) Don't do that. Please don't do that. But maybe we can create a chain or something. Okay, a chain. letter. Remember the chain letters, a chain text where we can get these around to these leaders because. I think the biggest issue and challenge with power-hungry leaders in particular, you know, we were just talking on the the last episode about people pleasers, right? Their disposition and their personality is a lot softer, right? They're nice, but the power-hungry leaders, they look. They are they're like, look, don't threaten me with a good time. They are ready. They are sitting on ready at all times, okay? So you have to tread lightly, you have to be careful. So I'm gonna break down some of these characteristics and traits and then give you some strategies to be to deal with these power hungry leaders. Now, what we need to know just from a psychological perspective is that power is contextual. Power is social. And so when you think about it, have you ever worked at um, an organization, for example, where a Leader or manager was in charge. They had the title, but but maybe they were only there for a year or two. So technically someone else that was maybe even a frontline employee had more social capital and more power than them because they were there for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Or you may have it where someone who actually had an experience at a school where literally one of like the teacher aides who was, you know, front front frontline staff. Um, had more power even than one of the administrators at that organization because that teacher aide had been there for 25 years. They had built up social capital and trust with everybody. And so when the new people came in and the new higher ups were hired, you had to get Miss so-and-so's approval. If you didn't get Miss so-and-so's approval, it was hard to get everybody else on board right and so power is contextual it doesn't have to only do with your title but the great thing is because we know that power and power dynamics are based on context social perception and things of that nature you have the power to overcome that power hungry leader that based on their title is taking advantage of their role in their position now when you break down the power hungry leader the number one and simple way to kind of you know start this off is they're a bully they tend to be bullies. Now, bullies, um, again, from this kind of um, psychological characteristics, these are people who strategically select individuals who they want to bully. Bullying is not always yelling or berating people. It actually has many steps that start very subtle and get uh, progressively worse and progressively more um, overt over time and so bullying could even be the early stages of bullying could be something simple like um a condescending tone to somebody and again does everyone who has a condescending tone is everyone a bully not necessarily right but this is just i just want to show you the progression the next part something else that a bully may do as they progress is um strategically leave you out of meetings or strategically keep information away from you. It's a form of bullying. It's a form of manipulation. And then it can escalate to actually um, uh, calling you out in front of others, being negative, name calling, things like that. So when you think about the fact that power hungry leaders are bullies, th- this is when they overtly are criticizing others or they sabotage you in the workplace. Do you Have you ever been sabotaged by someone in the workplace? It's horrible. It's happened to me before. Now, the other thing is power hungry leaders. And the reason why I want to break this down, because I need you to get into the mindset of who this person is so that I can empower you to be able to overcome um, how they're showing up in the workplace. So power hungry leaders, they also hide deep insecurities. Anyone that uses and leverages their title to take advantage of others or to bully others definitely has some insecurities there. So they're really covering up for something that's there. You may know if you've been interacting with them for quite some time, you may start to know and get a, get a sense for what those insecurities may be, but just know anyone who's power hungry, they have insecurities there, which you can leverage and use to your advantage, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. The other thing is when you think about power hungry leaders, jealousy, jealousy, is usually something that you will notice or you will see. They want the attention, they want the credit sometimes. And power hungry leaders don't necessarily exhibit all of these, right? So with the people pleaser episode, and if you haven't checked that out, please go back and check that episode out. I thought it was powerful. Um, But for the people pleasers, we kind of gave like a list, right, that made up a full characteristic of someone's personality type. With the power hungry leader, any one of these things Um, can validate your manager or your leader as being, quote unquote, power hungry. Right. And so you don't need all of these. By golly, if you had all of these, I need you to contact HR right away. Unless the power hungry leader is HR because they need to get fired. Okay? So we're hoping that your power hungry leader doesn't have more than like two of these um, or you really are dealing with a toxic individual. So when you think about it, jealousy is one of those things that really drives them. They get jealous when other people do better than them. They want to be the only one that shine and they love it when you dim your light. They want you to dim your light. And so one of the strategies and maybe instead of waiting to the end, I actually think I want to give you all some strategies like right now in the moment. So when you think about it, you tend to when we encounter power hungry leaders, when we encounter people who want us to dim our light, who just always want to kind of sabotage what you're doing or they don't like when you get a little bit of shine or they want to diminish maybe when you do something well, what I recommend is shine on, okay? Make sure that you continue to shine because you have to let them know that you're unbothered by their tactics and strategies to really diminish your greatness and your excellence, okay? So just be mindful to do that. The other thing is um, I want to actually go up in terms of bullying is a whole nother thing. With bullies, it depends on the level and the type of uh, bullying behavior that you're exhibiting. I don't really play around with uh, bullies in the workplace, with the laws, with the EEOC, with um, HR commissions that are in every county or every state. I'm really a proponent that if you do feel like you're being bullied in the workplace, that you use those, you escalate it through the internal dispute resolution process at your company or even take it external. Of course, if you work for a union, that's easy to do. But even if not, I recommend that you take a lot more of a um, purposeful and and direct um, strategy when when you really know you're being bullied. It starts with taking your documentation, making sure that you're noting day and then times and actions. You may even have to record some people's um, speaking in meetings or on like Zoom meetings to get your evidence together. Because power hungry leaders are not going to give up their power easily. Just know that you are not going to not saying that they're not the most honest people. But when it comes to their conflict style orientation, they are what we would call competitors. That's a win lose orientation. That means they win. You're going to lose. OK. And so you want to make sure that if you're dealing with really a bona fide bully, you, you're very strategic and purposeful. Here's the thing about bullies, though, with getting your information and things like that. Here's the thing about bullies, though. They are purposeful. They do not bully everyone. Although it may look to you because you are on the receiving end of someone else's bullying, it may look like they're like that with everyone. But bullies are very strategic and purposeful. They only exhibit bullying behavior with people that they know they can get away with that behavior with. And so you need to be in the category of the people that you can't get away with that kind of behavior from me. Period. That's how you're going to help some of that behavior. Okay. now. Power-hungry leaders also shut down dissenting voices. What does that mean? That means that if you disagree with them, they're ready to shut you down. How I would say it from a diversity and inclusion lens is they really don't value diversity. They don't value diversity of thought. They don't value principles of inclusion. They're very exclusionary. And so if you are in a meeting and they have a suggestion and you say, you know what? Um, I actually think one of the other things that we could do is this. They see that as you coming against them. They see that they sometimes will get offended. They don't see it as you just ideating, just brainstorming. They don't see it as something positive. Um, and, and as in a, a normal process of getting better. You know, when you are a leader, you need to have an iron sharpens iron mentality. That means that you do not shy away from other people having better ideas than you. You want the better idea because at the end of the day, it makes everyone look better when you can do well. Power hungry leaders are okay with others on the team failing, they're okay because they want to be in the position of being better than everybody else. And it's, it's sad to say, but they're, wel- they're willing to let the ship burn and let other things burn as long as they're on top. As long as they're the one that makes it off the Titanic and lo- they're the one that's the lone survivor. They don't mind that they're going to be surviving on that island by themselves because they're very self-centered. They also believe uh, they also compete with others. I mentioned that as well. Another one is power hungry leaders are very um, focused on and motivated by the social climb. Okay. They're very motivated to think about how they can build their status within any organization. Okay. And some of these, I really love, um, there's a website actually called Journey to Leadership blog that has an amazing article on power hungry leaders. So I just want to give them a shout out. Shout out to you, because when I was doing some research in preparation for this episode, I was like, OK, they are really breaking down. Um, they have so many other articles and great things there but i got a couple of these really directly from from this blog which is amazing so when you think about the social climb when you think about status as being very important to power hungry leaders they will tear anybody down to get what they want to get to the next step because status is important to them and so when you are dealing with someone where status is important Again, I say this all the time. It's all about the what's in it for me. W-I-I-F-M. That's the radio station that the power hungry leaders tune into. Okay, what's in it for me? And so when you know what's in it for them, you can leverage what you know motivates them to curb their behavior. So if you are trying to. Let me see. Maybe give a suggestion to a power hungry leader and they never they always shoot down your suggestions all the time or they may even steal your suggestions and, and remix them as their own. You may actually go, in, you know what, Bob? I just like using Bob. It's that generic name to all the Bob's in America. I'm sorry. OK, Roberts. OK, I just like that name. It's just that miscellaneous name that just fits. Right. So you may sit down with Bob, and instead of saying, "I have this great idea for the project, we can do A, B, C, and D, we can get it done more efficiently," blah, 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 blah. What you're going to do is you're going to say, "You know what, Bob? I know that you are trying to get that promotion, or I know that you're new and you just got promoted, or I know that regional leadership is really looking for you to be able to hit those goals." Start off right out the gate with something that has to do with them. I, I had a thought. I think it would be so much more efficient on the project if we did it ABC way. And then we use this type of technology If we invested like just for like two thousand dollars, we could easily get it done in like two weeks earlier. Whatever it is that you need, you have to phrase it in a way that is um, appealing to what's in it for them. The power hungry leaders are so self-centered that they will fall for it almost every single time. You have to be strategic, of course, and be purposeful, give them all the information they need. But they're all about status. Okay, they're all about status. And so you have to play into that in those cases. Another thing is control, control, control. So if you tuned into that micromanager episode, I was talking a little little bit about control. But the micromanager is not about status and looking good to anyone, right? Looking favorable. The power hungry leader, it's all about optics. They want to come in. They want to be respected. They may even have this grandiose idea of who they are and their identity in their head, um, which may be usually out of alignment. Power hungry leaders may be a little bit narcissistic, but that's not necessarily a prerequisite, but they are all about control at all costs they have their hands in the mix of every single thing and they usually have a tight rein um, another thing is this control though does another thing which it kind of spirals into them um, encouraging almost a toxic and dysfunctional environment have you ever been around people that they, they thrive when things are dramatic when things are toxic, when things are dysfunctional, you're like, how is it that like, I'm about to cringe and, and, and run in the corner and cry or roll up in a ball because like this is team too much. But that leader actually starts to thrive. They really start to, um, you know, that's the best way I can say it, thrive in drama. It's almost as if, if things are too calm, if things are going too well, something, you know, they shake things up themselves. They cause a little bit of, of drama or dysfunction. The unfortunate thing about the power hungry leader with this toxic piece is that they can actually probably win a competition of who can stay toxic the longest. The average individual, you and I, the person listening to this episode, that's not really how uh, we work. That's not how we operate. We get exhausted over time if things are toxic for too long. But the power hungry leader. Oh, no. If it's going to help them get more status, more attention, they're going to shake things up. Now, what did I say at the beginning of the episode? I said that power is contextual. It's something that we don't all have at all times. It comes and goes based on our setting, our context. And so what you may do is, if you're working in a team of four, five, six, ten 10 people, and your, your manager, your leader is this quintessential power-hungry personality type or management type, then what you all may do is get together. And you may say, you know what? What are some values that we want to establish amongst ourselves that we want to hold each other accountable? We want to call each other up, not call each other out. We want to, um, you know, praise each other when we do things. Well, just those core values that that will help to keep you all, um, I would say, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of That, that keep you all accountable for showing up in an honorable way at work, in a respectful way at work. Once you do that and you all shake on it, you know, you give each other the thumbs up. What you'll do is in meetings, you'll be able to support each other when the power hungry leader steps outside of the values. And it's not for them to know what your values are, or what that agreement is. And you may not be able to get everyone on your team on board. That's fine. Just a few of you. But what you want to do is create a situation where socially you should feel uncomfortable by showing up in some of these characteristics, showing up in a toxic manner, showing up, trying to control everything, using um, taking advantage of individuals, showing bullying behavior, demonstrating jealousy for others, shooting other people's ideas down. If all of you were showing up exactly opposite of that excited about someone's new idea, showing uh, graciously that if someone disagrees with you, that you're able to honor the fact that you can agree to disagree, then that person is going to stick out like a sore thumb in a bad way. And when people are um, sticking out and they realize that they don't Um, belong in an environment, good or bad, they typically will either adjust their behavior or remove themselves. And so you want to make it that honorable things, that positive things, that positive characteristics are what is the baseline and the standard for how you should show up in your company or in your team. If you do that, then this power-hungry leader will be the odd man out. Now, you may say, Dr. Brandy, that sounds great. If this was Dawson's Creek, that would work. If We were just, if it was perfect, this is great. But but you're dealing with someone who just literally they're a bully. It, it, it's um, people allow them to openly behave badly at work. Then you have a decision and have a choice. And you may need to make some couple things. I always recommend you can opt out and say, I no longer for my mental health, for my wellness, I'm going to be able to stay in this environment. But that's not an easy thing to do to just change jobs and things like that. You may have to do, like I said earlier in this episode, is you have to run it up the chain if you see something, say something. There's so many times that I hear employees say, well, I don't want a target on my back. Well, I don't want, um, you know, who knows? I can't trust HR or I could, well, okay, I get all of that. But if you really are being treated unfairly at work now, right now is the time when more than ever you have, um, agencies, organizations, people who will, who will back you up on this because there's a great resignation. Employers need as many workers as possible. And so I recommend that you just advocate for yourself. But again, you may not be someone who is going to advocate for yourself formally and run it through the chain. Then you may try a conversation, right? You may People who are power hungry, people who are negative, people who are bullies, they do that as a defense mechanism so that no one will ever check them, account, hold them accountable for their behavior. But at some point you have to stand up for yourself. Because all of this is a dynamic that you have perpetuated by allowing this person to behave that way. Power hungry leaders, bullies, they're not doing that to everyone. They're just doing it to you and those people who allow them to get away with it. And so one or two conversations And then consistent boundaries and accountability may just be the thing that'll let them know that it's not even worth them bugging you and bothering you and treating you that way. They'll find somebody else and then you can help someone else better manage them. And the other thing is with these situations, you may want to call things out in public. So I'm a big proponent. If you want to go off on me at the staff meeting, if you want to be condescending to me in front of others, then that tells me that there's a new rule here that we're able to address certain things publicly. So you want to be strategic. You want to be as non-emotional as possible. But if someone, if Bob just says something that's very disrespectful, you may even just ask a question. I'm sorry, what did you mean by that? And just pause, awkward silence, because everyone else on the table knows Bob's a jerk. But when you put Bob on the spot, it, what it does is it gives him an opportunity to either backtrack and say and, and check, you know, up, oh, you know what, maybe that was not the right way to phrase that. And a lot of times when when you put people out or on the spot or you may even say, I really didn't appreciate you saying that to me in that way. You, be, be respectful and be professional about it. But if they do it in front of everyone, you do the same thing. Sometimes that will just be a nice little shots fired. OK, so it's, it's a warning shot that um, they need to leave you alone, right? Or that if they're willing to do that, then you're not gonna go in private and go, Bob, at the meeting, I was really... No, don't wait till after the meeting. Say it and address it right on the spot. And you're gonna have to practice ahead of time. Practice in your shower, practice in your car. These are those things that you wanna be ready for. Power hungry leaders, bullies, and the types that we identify today, they're predictable. They have a pattern of behavior and they think that you're going to show up the same way you've been showing up. When you adjust your behavior and disrupt that dysfunctional dynamic that's going on, it's going to throw them off in a good way. That's when it's going to give you leverage to get the upper hand. That was a mouthful. I'm tired. These power, hungry I'm tired. Can we just put them all in a room and just like, um, you guys ever seen those escape rooms where they like, blow up those um i'm not sure if it's like chalk bombs or like paint i just want to just do that just invite them out to the paintball outing you know and just everybody shoot (laughs) get your aggression out uh at at the leaders paintball y'all paintball i didn't say anything did she say we need to shoot i didn't say that okay i'm probably gonna have to have my team edit this but no all jokes aside please just make sure that you keep your mental health and your wellness top of mind you're working remote some of you working at home or in high stress situations with so much happening in the community there is no one individual at your workplace that should be bullying you or taking advantage of you for any reason. Get that courage, get a strategy and make a plan so that you can have the upper hand and demonstrate the leadership skills that I know that you have. So with that being said, end of the episode, please go to drbrandy.com. You can catch me on social media at the Dr. Brandy And shoot me a message 215-608-5687 if you have any reactions or some power hungry leader horror stories that you want to share. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye.